today on City Cash Chicago. Election Day is next week. Paid leave is soon coming to Illinois workers. And spring is that you I see around the corner. All that and more as I'm joined by two of our city's best podcast and radio hosts from Nerdette Greta Johnson and Reset Sasha Ann Simons. It's Friday, February 24th. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is what Chicago's talking about. Welcome to CityCast, Greta and Sasha. How y'all feeling this morning? Oh my hey, gosh. Hey, Jacoby. It's so much fun to actually see you saying that stuff, Jacoby, because I can hear the smile on your face, but it's cool to see the smile on your face, too. No, it's You're actually there. Relishing I'm, this. I love it. It's great. It's really good to be here. I'm so energized, and I need to tell y'all I look up to you. <laughs> I listen to your programs, mm. and I told you this already, Greta. I'm trying to Space Jam, y'all. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're familiar with the Space Jam plot, but every time I'm next to you, I'm trying to slowly steal your powers with very little empathy for how that impacts oh your career. Oh, my God. No, that's uh, fine. You can have them all. You're doing great. Uh, I have to say, you're on Nerdette this week, too, and I just got to listen to a draft of that conversation, and hearing you yell about poop factories is just such an absolute <laughs> delight, so I can't wait for people to hear that, too. And it looks like you're getting around because you are also on WBEZ with me today, Jacoby. So I cannot wait to see you at noon. (laughs) Not y'all taking my some good news. I was going to say that for the end, but I'll come up with something different since y'all giving away. (laughs) Before we start looking back on stories from the week, um, I am just getting back from a beautiful week in Anchorage, Alaska. Greta, I know you're originally from Alaska. And though you're not from that side of the world, Sasha, I know you are uh, from Toronto by way of Jamaica. Uh, And and so that got me thinking of an interesting question for y'all this morning. Whenever I'm away from Chicago for too long, a little bit of homesickness uh, sort of kicks in. But there was nothing I felt I could do in Anchorage (laughs) that would remind me of Chicago, except just stand out in the cold. But... As individuals who have made Chicago your home, I wonder, is there something you do in our city that sort of reminds you of home when maybe you're also feeling a little homesick? So, Greta, I want to start with you as our resident Alaskan. (laughs) What's something you do in the shot when when you're yearning for that that negative 25? (laughs) It's a great question. <laughs> First, I have to say, I need to give you major props for going to Anchorage in February. Not a lot of people do that. So that's awesome. It seems like you had a great time, too. That's crazy. It's really cool. It, is, it has, it's nothing other than foolishness. I had I mean, no yeah, idea what I was getting into. It's completely unhinged, but it's awesome. Yeah, I didn't, did no it. research. Uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I grew up in Fairbanks, which is about 400 miles north of Anchorage. And this is a really tough question because partly, I mean, since you just were there, like the thing about Alaska is that the scope of the wilderness there is just it's like nothing I have seen anywhere else. So and obviously that's not something that really exists here in Chicago, though. This is a really beautiful tree lined green city. Um, I do often find myself craving birch trees, which is like a very specific weird thing. But there are some actually at the Botanic Garden here in Chicago. So that's okay. really cool to check out. Otherwise, for birch trees. You just go hug it. Yeah, you just go stand in front of it Yeah, I just admire the, the papery bark. <laughs> exactly. And Sasha, you, you've moved around. You Jamaica, Toronto. You come into Chicago by way of D.C. And that's a tough one, uh, Jacoby, because here's the thing about Toronto, if, if we're going to compare Toronto to Chicago. 
Chicago is said to be the most similar American city to hmm. Toronto. I hear that Drake accent coming out a little bit when you say Toronto. It starts slipping. Yeah. It, it started popping yeah, through. Yeah, because we don't say the second T, right? <laughs> Toronto. It's Toronto. It's not Toronto, <laughs> Okay, as you Americans say. But um, so my cop-out answer is that I'm kind of already reminded of my city. Mm. Um, if I really want to think of Toronto, I drive along Lakeshore, which we also call Lakeshore. It's just Lakeshore Boulevard, not Lakeshore Drive. I, I think y'all get more snow than we do. And mm. that's a problem that I'm still trying to figure <laughs> out. Um, it's made me curse. It's it's just it's just bad. Um, but that being said, this has felt the most like home of all the cities I've lived in in the U.S. And if I'm really missing my city, I just call my people. Oh, okay. I just call my mom. I call my dad. Every week on CityCast Chicago, we want to break down a couple of stories uh, that we were thinking about throughout the week. So, Greta, I want to start with you. Uh, we are a few days away from mayoral election round one, as I like to call it, because I doubt <laughs> everything is going to be cleaned up by the end of next week. Uh, so can you kind of how are you feeling going into this mayoral race? Well, Jacoby, I think jaded is the word that I keep coming back to. I think it's so tricky, right? I mean, obviously, mayor of Chicago, we're one of the biggest cities in the United States. This is a super important and hugely impactful job. But I think, you know, as someone who's lived in the city for about 10 years now, it's really easy to feel disenfranchised, too. And as you mentioned, like, it's such a crowded field. There are nine candidates. The play-by-play can be really overwhelming, let alone the fact that I submitted a mail-in ballot a couple weeks ago now. So I don't even know what could happen at this. You know, it's not like I can do anything about news that comes up between now and Tuesday. It's such a strange and obviously super important news story. And the other thing I keep trying to remind myself, too, is like, I would not want that job for like, you could not pay me to do that job. You know, I have said that so many times. It's, it's really interesting for, you know, the election is Tuesday, February 28th. You've already sent in a ballot. But as you mentioned, over the last few weeks, you know, we've had I, just in the last week, I've seen stories about Pretty much who is the front runner? Is there a front runner? And each of them being criticized, whether it's Paul Vallis's mm. family, his address. He said some weird stuff about critical race theory. Critical too. race theory yeah. this week, yeah, which was I, it, I didn't even want to get into that because it honestly it was asinine. Yeah. Right. People question Chewy Garcia's motivation, his progressive record. People are now asking questions about Brandon Johnson. Has he softened his rhetoric on the police budget as he's gotten closer and closer to being considered a frontrunner? And then uh, the incumbent Mayor Lightfoot, you know, was recently caught on cameras telling non-supporters don't vote. She backtracked on it. But, you know, that in addition to uh, some other news that has broken over the last few weeks, I've been hard pressed to say that there has been one clear front runner throughout this. And Sasha, as someone who is learning the land of Chicago oh, mayoral <laughs> politics, what is it like to cover these these nine individuals? Yeah, Sasha, is this your first mayoral race here? This is my first. Oh, yes. And wow. what a wild Welcome. one. But, <laughs> but, what's, but what's funny is that like it's my first, but there are so many things that I've asked about. Like I've asked different people like, does this normally happen? Is this the way it usually is? And they're actually like, yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm like, more than 100 people are running in the aldermanic races. And people are like, yeah, that's uh -huh. about right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, OK, well, this is just Chicago then. But I mean, as someone who spoke to the candidates uh, a couple of weeks ago, we held a couple of mayoral right. forums uh, at WBEZ. And I spoke to seven of the nine of them. And it was just 
just like trying to follow this bouncing ball of issues. We we focused on crime and transportation and education, but just keeping track of where everyone stands on the different issues and 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 all the lines that are being blurred in between. I'm like, you know what? We could have really cleaned this up. We could have trimmed this mm. down. A couple of y'all should maybe not be there. You should just endorse <laughs> the other. And like, let's just, it's well, a wrap. Oh my God. Okay? I mean, you say you only narrowed it down to those three topics, but crime, education, transportation, like those are the three, you know, I mean, think about the lives and money. Like those are such huge topics here in the city. It's insane. And some people would argue that the 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 focus on even those three huge topics have maybe kept us from thinking about other mm, things going sure. on in our city. Some candidates have sort of latched on as one or two to sort of make or break their their candidacy. I mean, as you said, sort of watching this play out over the last few months has been very fatiguing. We are likely set for another six weeks of two people competing. Greta, as someone who has, you know, already filled out their ballot, it, it makes me wonder, was there anything that could have happened in these last few weeks that would have made you go, oh, did I make the right choice? Yeah, I don't. That's a great question. I mean, I think I feel like I'm just superstitious enough that I don't want to invite any new chaos into this situation by actually saying anything out loud. But I don't know. I mean, I think partly to Sasha's point, like because there are so many candidates, it's also like it's hard for me to believe that my vote in this initial vote round has that much of an impact anyway. So much has to be narrowed Your down. vote counts, Greta. Thank you, Sasha. Don't be discouraged. I submitted my ballot. <laughs> I did it. Your voice matters. But you matters. know what I mean. It's just such a messy field at this point that we it's difficult to even have a sense of who front runners are and what's going to happen yeah. because there are just so many people running. Yeah. I wonder with so many people running if that means our vote is going to count count just that much more, especially when we're looking at, you might need 16% mm, to get into sure. the runoff. A far cry from yeah, the necessary tiny. 50. <laughs> we are encouraging everyone across Nerdette, across Reset, of across course. City Cash Chicago, you know, go on, knock it out. Do go it on, go out. on, knock it yes. out. Uh, Sasha, I want to bring you in here. Governor Pritzker is uh, likely to sign a bill that will bring paid leave to more Illinoisans. Can you give us some details yeah. on this? Yeah, let me let me back us up here. So it's a, manda- a mandate for paid leave for nearly all workers. Uh, the legislation, what it requires is that employers in this state, they have to give workers time off based on their hours worked. And what's key here is that the time off isn't just for days when you or your child is sick, right? You can use this day off for any reason at all. And the governor says that he is actually ready to sign the bill into law. And if he does, it would go into effect on New Year's Day 2024. Here's why it stands out to me, Jacoby. I mean, a lot of lower income workers who work, you know, retail service jobs. Uh, these are the types of jobs that don't often come with paid time off, right? Don't you know, come when with you're these sick, huge benefits packages. They don't come with these at all. When you're sick or you need to be off, like you you, you got to work, you got to fight through it and work, or you just have to understand that you're not going to get paid for it. And so uh, we're one of only three states that are doing this. Maine and Nevada have a similar law, but ours will actually be the most, um, the most expansive because what we're doing here in Illinois is like, you know, take wait staff, for instance, at, at restaurants, right? Um, they would be able to not only take the time off for whatever reason they want, as I mentioned, but they'll also employers will have to pay them for at least that regular minimum wage and not that prorated sub minimum wage. Right. So it's just giving the worker a lot more flexibility. And I think that this is a story that really deserves a lot of attention. Yeah. 
and employees would gain, I believe, one hour of paid leave for every 40 hours worked up to 40 right. hours total. It doesn't matter how many employees you have on staff. Right. Uh, but it is important to know that seasonal workers like your lifeguards, some federal employees and even college students uh, may not fall into this category. So while we're expanding right. it to more people, we do want to be clear that not every single worker in Illinois will get the same coverage. That is correct. This bill does not cover your your 1099 contractors mm-hmm. at the moment. And, and what what kind of strikes me to Jacoby on this is it, this to me sounds like a no brainer, but it faced opposition. Right. Only two Republicans in the House voted for it and none in the Senate. For the most part, their concerns are, you know, if I bring up House Republican leader Tony McCombie, for instance, she said the the legislation would cause, quote, detrimental effects to small businesses, hmm. which we're not talking about a ton of paid time off here, right? Yeah, no, that's a week maximum. It's interesting also thinking about in the context this week of pretty big news in Sasha's In My World, which is that NPR just announced huge layoffs, 10 percent of their staff they're mm-hmm. going to have to lay off next month. So we yeah. both work at WBEZ, which, you know, is a, carries NPR shows, but isn't an NPR, you know. So w- we are OK at CPM, at Chicago Public Media. But it's, you know, it's a scary time for even not just small businesses, right? Massive companies are seeing huge shortfalls we're seeing it across the tech sector. But I think it's a really interesting time in terms of moving workers' rights forward. We're seeing more and more unionization efforts. I think it's one of those things that as as much as we can protect workers' rights, the better off I think everyone is going to be. With these major stories, right, legislation that's sitting on Governor Pritzker's desk up to the mayoral race, a lot of stories may not get the same amount of attention. We're joined today on CityCast Chicago by the host of Nerdette, Greta Johnson, and our friend over at Reset, host Sasha Ann Simons. Uh, Greta, I want to start with you with an underhype story. What's a story you want to bring more attention to and make sure CityCast listeners get put on to? Well, I'm so excited you asked because this is my opportunity to just yell and flail about how much I love Sasha and how great her show Reset is. And something that they have been doing over there for February, which of course is Black History Month, is celebrating Black joy. And I just think this is so wonderful. I mean, I think about Sasha as a person interacting with so much intense news all of the time to be able to sit down with some people who are doing really incredible work that is genuinely exciting and wonderful and just modeling that for everyone else. And I just think it's a really wonderful series. It's been really nice to listen to. Greta, that's so So thank you, Sasha. I just wanted to shout from the rooftops about it. Uh, if you yeah. if you even have the pleasure of being in the room with Sasha, there's an immense amount of joy there. But listening to these interviews across February, you sat down with Rico No Suave, uh, yes. Didi Cadet, and Rochelle mm-hmm. Trotter. Can you tell us a little bit more about this series and what you personally have sort of gained from from hearing these people's stories? Absolutely. So, I mean, everybody that you listed there, I mean, these are ordinary Chicagoans, right? They're literally just going about their everyday lives doing their thing and spreading joy in the process. Uh, no one's really setting out to do this, but what they do is just simply joyful. And so uh, we said, okay, we wanted to just get off of the usual narrative that comes at this time of the year, focusing on the struggles that that Black Americans have been through, which is, of course, extremely important. Um, the struggles continue to happen. We know this. We live it. And so we said, okay, could we take these 28 days and just take a pause and just focus on profiling people right here in our backyards? And one of the things I asked them is, you know, what, what's bringing you joy right now? And uh, I talk about their 
particular niches and, and how that's bringing them joy. And so uh, that's what we've been doing on Reset all month. I danced. I did some salsa yes. on the show. <laughs> Jacoby, I don't know if you saw. I saw that. My moves. <laughs> Uh, we're we're on TikTok now, so I got a TikTok of my salsa Delightful. moves out there. I see you. Uh, yes, on uh, next Tuesday, which is the last day of Black History Month, we'll have our final part of the series with a young man who's an actor here. He's been in the shy. Mm, cool. You don't want to miss it. He he exudes joy. No, I appreciate you shining a light on it. I mean, I to myself some days feel guilty living in joy celebrating joy, whether it's my own personal, the joy of my collective, my community, is because I am inundated with the stories of struggle and segregation in our city and people going without. And I don't want to get on a stump, but I think it is necessary for all of us uh, at whatever level uh, we are to, to, to find, to seek out joy, to uplift and celebrate joy where we can find it. Every single episode of City Cash Chicago, whether it comes out Monday or it comes out Friday, it ends the same way. And that's with some good news. Oh, dear. <laughs> if you're really a fan of the show, you know that over the last few weeks, that thing been getting longer and longer oh, and longer. I was, I was trying to help you extend it. I was trying to help you. <laughs> Greta, I want to hear what is your good news that, that you want to brighten up our listeners day with? Well, I mean, speaking of brightening up, spring is so close. Like, can you taste it out there? I just feel like any second these trees are going to start budding. I know it's been a mild winter. I know it could have been so much worse. I know it probably will still snow in April, but I am just so excited to be getting more light out there. And we've actually had some really beautiful sunny days. So... I have taken yes. so much joy in going on a walk with my dog and just like getting outside. It's such an amazing mood boost and I couldn't recommend it highly enough and I just can't wait. You know, I feel like here in Chicago, like our hearts all thaw with spring too, you know, mm -hmm. it's like we all go outside <laughs> yeah. more. We're all so exuberant. Like I just can't wait and we're so close. The number of people posting about that beautiful sunset we got earlier this Gorgeous. week. If you were able to catch right? it, right? I'm going so pretty. to see the flower shows this weekend Ooh, cool. at Lincoln Park yeah. and Garfield Park. I know we've okay. talked a lot about it on the show, but that's sort of my sort of intro into spring Gorgeous. activity. Greta, is there something you can't do in winter that you're super excited to do once the weather oh breaks? Oh, my God. My first thought is like drink outside which is probably super late. <laughs> I think enjoying dog walks more too like going on longer walks mm -hmm. I don't know like riding my bike hanging out at the lake just hey, you know you gotta keep going drinking outside anything. was good G. <laughs> you could have start you, and stopped with drinking that. outside you didn't you ain't make it clear what you was drinking you ain't say what was in your cup lemonade yeah we go check it over here <laughs> lemonade oh, that is beautiful again yes we probably gonna get some snow we gotta move some clocks yeah. around but it you know february we is almost on over. track and we, we we almost there right sasha what is your some good news well before february is over my baby my firstborn is going to be 16 oh this weekend That's amazing <laughs> 16 guys i have a sasha i don't know how you're doing it it's amazing I have a 16-year-old, and she's <laughs> celebrating in Chicago mm -hmm. for the first mm -hmm. time. So we're going to do the whole, you know, it's not going to be your whole, you know, MTV Sweet 16 type of up? situation. She's, okay. not, she's not going outside. She's not getting the keys to a new car <laughs> waiting in the driveway. Sorry to bum you out if, you're listening, if this That's is what you're finding happen. out. <laughs> um, 
Nah, but we're gonna hang out in Chinatown. Oh, cool. Okay, gonna we're gonna so hang fun. out in Chinatown. She loves Chinatown, and we're gonna have dinner. And then get this: so I've got like ten friends, ten of her friends coming, mm-hmm. um, and we're gonna hop from the restaurant to a karaoke oh, bar. And it's like a bar bar, so they're going to actually feel really cool. Okay. I'm going to have a bunch of 15 and 16-year-olds that are going to feel like they're actually stepping into the club because we got like a VIP oh. room and they've got a show ID even. Oh so, yeah, we're looking forward to it. Happy birthday, Cyan. We got to give her a little bit. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday <laughs> to hey. you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. I, Happy birthday, Sai Sai. I love you. Mommy loves you. I wanted to just quickly, what has that experience been like? Taking in a new city, not by yourself, but taking it in, yeah. having to, you know, make sure your 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 children feel well adjusted, that that they are finding friends and are happy with school. What has that whole process of of, of that been like for you? That is such a good question because it was tough at first because when we got here, it was super duper Mm. COVID-y and I was the only one leaving the house, going to work at WBEZ every day and they were cooped up doing, you know, that remote school. So I'd come home and they just look super depressed. They didn't know anyone in the city. There was nothing for them to do. So I was their friend on weekends trying to make plans and like get them out the house as, you know, in Mm. and around Delta and Omicron. But now that they're in school in Chicago and they've got their own friends, I love watching them because they're just, Mm. they're exploring. They're on the CTA. They're meeting friends. That's how I knew she liked Chinatown because she's asked me a couple (laughs) times, can I go with my friends after school to China? I'm like, okay, sure. Can I go downtown? Okay, sure. So yeah, I'm... I'm my spirits have been lifted just watching them get more acquainted with the city of Chicago. And I, I just love it. That's beautiful. I'm glad that falling in love with this amazing place is a, is a family affair uh, for y'all over at the at, at the Simons household. Uh, <laughs> my some good news kind of got can't. taken at the beginning of the conversation because we're enjoying a very beautiful triangle today. <laughs> Not only do CityCast listeners get to listen to you fantastic hosts on our show, but if you, you know, if you got more time, click over to Nerdette, listen to your boy breaking down a couple of hot topics from the week <laughs> with Greta and Aaron Allen, and then you can catch me live at noon with Sasha Ann Simons down in Navy Pier in the studio. I wanted to give one more piece of gratitude to a CityCast listener. And that is Andrea Pasola. Andrea works in the community office down at the Bulls. And I am being honored tonight as part of a culture creator series for the Chicago Bulls. And that all started with an email from Andrea, who was a big fan of the show and wanted to show us a little bit of love. And over the last five months, it's allowed me to go to more Bulls games, meet Benny the Bull, and now to bring my friends and my family to a game where, you know, I get get a little bit of the shine Dude, on me. Nice. Which, you know, I don't That's really awesome. like, but I'm going to accept it. That is so cool. So again, huge shout out to Andrea and a huge shout out to the host of Reset, Sasha Ann Simons, and the host hey. of Nerdette, Greta Johnson. <laughs> if you ain't familiar, now you are. Uh, head over wherever you listen in the city cash chicago make sure reset and nerdette are a part of your feed as well uh, thank you to both of y'all for joining us uh for another fantastic look back on the week thank, thank you. you jacoby See grateful you for you too you're the best i appreciate you i appreciate you you i <laughs> i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> Oh, 
Before I let you go, I want to give a huge thank you to the people who make CityCast Chicago. That's lead producer Carrie Shepard, our producer Simone Alisea, our newsletter editor Sydney Madden, and all of the great people back at headquarters. The music you love listening to is from Sam Thousand, All the Kimonos, and Mark Greenberg from the Mayfair Workshop. If you're new to CityCast Chicago, subscribe to our daily newsletter, Hey Chicago, at chicago.citycast.fm. If you're not new and you still haven't subscribed, what you waiting for? As always, I appreciate you for listening. I'm back on Monday breaking down the structure of city council. Why we got 50? Talk to you then. Peace.